Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From Page Six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. My name's Adam Glenn. Over there is Dax Holtz. We got a fun one today. One of our, our favorite things to do is talk to um, video journalists. Some people might call them paparazzi, but I like to give them a respectful title, video journalist, because in my opinion, the word paparazzi is just used for Hollywood. If you did the same thing, what we do, covering politicians, you'd call them journalists. So mm-hmm. it's just a term that was given to the industry but the guy today on the today's podcast is uh, a friend a former colleague of us uh he has a thing called the pap safari where he actually takes people hire him to kind of make for him to be you know he makes people famous and people hire him to do it normal people in the streets it makes it part of the celebrity experience he also does these pop safari tours where you get to kind of bring your camera and go around with a paps with a paparazzi and see what it is like. That's so smart. Like I think that's so smart. Oh, it's People great. are so curious with like the paparazzi lifestyle, and he'll take you out through Hollywood by Craig's, all these places, and kind of show you what it's really like. And then he'll actually pap you, which is I think really funny for like the experience of walking down the street and all the flash bulbs are going off and people are like, Oh, the hell is that? It's just cool. It's funny. It's it's definitely fun. And he's also doing a documentary, which is out on Amazon, Harambe, which you're a part of. It's a very cool documentary um, that he did with uh, Eric Crown, who's a, another former colleague of ours. It's a really cool documentary again. And former Dax, guest. Have, and former guest. Dax, have you ever been out with a paparazzi? Have you ever tried it out? And not saying you personally did it, but you went and experienced what it's like? No. But I guess because I feel like I'm so a part of it, just not out in public does that make sense like i feel like i i've seen so many photos so many videos that in my mind i feel like i'm already a part of the action i just haven't been out on the street during sure it. It totally that's a totally understandable answer i would love for you just to see it happen live and what it's like and the energy the adrenaline that goes with it. and that's what people don't realize there's there is a lot of adrenaline that goes along with it sometimes good adrenaline sometimes bad adrenaline um mm-hmm. um yeah, there was, it's, it's I, I've been I've been papped before. Did I ever tell you that? Like legit no. papped? And it was oh, well, that's was, who and who papped you? Oh, uh, wait, know. I thought it was Ashton Kutcher. Oh, no, 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 not that. Not when I was getting punked. Oh. No, I got okay. punked before by Ashton Kutcher, but uh, not that moment. There was a I went to Cheesecake Factory at the Grove with my buddy Ant. Do you remember Ant? He big comedian. Yeah. He hosted mm-hmm. like nice Celebrity guy. Fit sure, Club let's back in the day. We went and we had grabbed some food, and it was kind of back at the beginning of when TMZ started to get like crazy popular. So we came out of um, Cheesecake Factory, and it was just like flash bulbs going off like crazy. It was by like fame the the fame pictures back in the day so Uh all the photos popped up on their website the next morning but it was it was the most awkward experience because i'm like why the hell are they taking pictures of me like i thought it was for ant but then when you look at the photos and he was in the background it was just so fucking weird the whole situation and everyone's looking because i'm walking through the grove which is essentially a shopping center and so everyone's like who the hell is this and i'm like I'm nobody. Stop taking my picture. Let me go. And so I, I don't know who took it. I didn't know the person at the time. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's uh, I've I've never once once I had lunch with a celebrity in Malibu 
mm-hmm. and uh, a solid celebrity, but it was a male celebrity and okay. someone who you'd photograph, but these guys were like jumping out for not really jumping out. They were pretty far away. There might've been like 60 yards away and they started shooting them. And I was like, Oh wow. I went like, at first I was like trying to get in the photos. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like Oh yeah, this is kind of cool. But then all of a sudden I went the next day and it made daily mail and all the photos of me and it were not used. So, <laughs> they cut you so out. Bummed. It's like, get out. Yeah, They cut me out. Um, all right. Before we get to our guest today, we love reviews. We love them so much. We read them on the air because it's the best thing you do to support this podcast. Dax, do you have a review ready for us? Uh, this one comes okay. from Jane S. from North Carolina. Five stars. The headline is so good. Love listening to your podcast while I work. I love how current, relative, and thorough your celebrity rundowns are. Just long enough without being too much. Also, love your friendship and how well you guys play off each other. Keep it up from Jane in North Carolina. Thank you, Jane. Oh, that's so sweet. Jane from North Carolina. That's a very sweet review. And guys, if you haven't left one, leave one. If you already left one, grab someone's phone and make a fun one. I don't care. Just give us five stars and say a few kind words. And we'll read it on the air. On today's podcast is a former colleague of ours. Um, he is a video journalist, paparazzi, and actually runs a thing, a business called the Pop Safari where he paps people on the street. People pay him to make them famous. He also brings people where they bring their cameras and they get the paparazzi with a paparazzi, which awesome idea. He's also part of the team that put together in a, a documentary called Harambe that's getting incredible reviews. Dax was in it. Please welcome our friend Jeremiah. Jeremiah, welcome to the Hollywood What's our podcast called? Hollywood it's Raw called podcast. Hollywood right. Raw. Hollywood, <laughs> I was going to say Mumblewood. Hollywood Raw podcast. Jeremiah, what's up, my buddy? How are you? I love what you do out in LA. You do this thing called Pap Safari, which I think is so funny, so fun, but so well needed because people are fascinated by paparazzi. In fact, like in the when I talk to celebrities and we're in like a position where they could like kind of we could have a longer conversation off camera, they're so curious of what I do. And I'm sure and just not just celebrities, the people on the street are curious what I what I do. So Tell what people you know. What is the Pap Safari exactly? <laughs> it is um, Airbnb experience where you can go and for an hour get your picture taken by a paparazzi and kind of hear some of the stories. Uh, it used to be in Beverly Hills, but now with uh, just my work schedule, it's now just offered at nighttime at Craig's, and you know, just walk around, walk up uh, Robertson, walk a couple like iconic spots, and then basically get like you know bunch of professional photos taken of you and your and your group and then like if you want to hang out at, at craig's and see the you know the animals at the zoo you can stay there longer do you do it I, here's my question so you go out in front of craig's do you do it paparazzi style or is it more like a setup photo shoot like where they walking and you run out in front of them and snap photos and make it all crazy or is it just like here stand here let me take a picture I'm more crazy, but I give them a little heads up. I'm just like, okay, in this one, just like pretend that you don't want the attention. And this one, like, you know, you, you're just like, you know. Oh, that's like, Or like, let me get, you know, sometimes I'll hand them my camera and then with the, uh, with like their phone, I'll take a picture of them pretending to be a paparazzi. Just fun stuff like that. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Dude, you know how many times I've done that where I, I've just messed with people and start shooting them and make them feel like a celebrity? In fact, I was just in, so I was in Miami recently. A girl came up to me. I was meeting another photographer waiting outside Carbone, and this girl comes at uh, comes up to me and says, "Hey, uh, would you mind shooting me?" And I, I was waiting for uh, Jeff Bezos at the time. And I was like, um, "Like she was like telling me she was on a reality show, and she was telling me she's uh, got, doing another a, a pilot for another Bravo show." And I was like, "Oh, cool." And I, you know, I kind of like. I brushed her off. I, I didn't give her the cold shoulder. I was nice, but I was like, "Hey, I'm here for Jeff Bezos." And then she goes, hey, listen, can I pay you to shoot me? And I was like, uh, <laughs> me and the photographer look at her. She, yeah, sure. So we both – dude, I don't know how this girl had this type of money, but she paid me $250. She paid the photographer $250. And all I did was took the video and uploaded it on Backgrid. So she just spent $500 after eating at Carbone just on the photographer shooting for her. She got the photos and me uploading the video to Backgrid. That's amazing. That's great money. It's a good business. It's, it's, it's a good business. <laughs> 
People like the flash. It's just like it makes them feel like, you know, there's <laughs> it gives them that like, you know, strobe light effect. Well, they like the flash when there's other people around because then everyone starts to look. It's like this this crowd effect of like, what's going on? Who who are we supposed to be looking at? And then you're trying to figure out do I know this person or not? So I, I mean it, it works every time. You know you know what the funny part about it, Dax is is as I'm you know, the next day I follow the girl on Instagram. And she posts on her Instagram story, ugh, paparazzi got me leaving Carbone. And she takes a video. Her friend was videoing it. I'm like, what? I'm like, listen, I'll play games. Sure, I caught you. But I'm like, you pay me good money. You Venmoed me. It's, and, it's a uh, game. I you know sure that, that. that that's the game. Everyone does it. Even the it's biggest celebrities funny. in the world. Like, they want the, the attention. And then it's like, oh, God, paparazzi got me. No, you you liked it. And you would feel weird if you, you walked out of a restaurant and they didn't take your photo. Well, it's funny because one of our all mutual friends, Justin Foley, uh, former guest on the podcast, told me that he's been working on like the past few nights uh, a certain celebrity. It's a celebrity couple, and they want to be shot every night. And they keep putting on their Instagram stories like, ah, Pap's got us again. I'm like, it's just funny. It, it is what it is. I mean, I get it. It's part of the game. It's part of the – It's it, we laugh because we're like we know the truth, but mm-hmm. they are just trying to – either earn a job or keep a job. I just don't know how they even have the money to it. Would you, Dax, would you pay $300 for a paparazzi to start shooting you, like, to make you famous? If you, ha- I guess if you had the money, you would. I guess these people have a ton of money. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess if I had endless cash that I was willing to just throw away to to try to booster my, uh, my status, sure. But at the end of the day, I've seen a lot of people do this. Like, what was that chick's name? Like, Phoebe, Phoebe... Phoebe Price. Phoebe Price, yeah. my God. <laughs> like, the amount of times that people, she would try to get people to take her photo. But, like, who's going to buy it? And who's going to see it? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Gonna like, pay, yeah. like $250 just for their pictures. No like, one. Like, I, I would see her... Like, I would see her on Backgrid all the time. Does that mean that I was going to pay for that photo to put it up on TMZ? Absolutely not. So I'm kind of like, why are you wasting your time? So that's the thing that people always are curious about in this industry. They're like, how much money do you make? How much money is this photo worth? And it's such a complicated answer because there's so many there's so many possibilities that could go in the answer. You know, or uh, you know, let's just say I shoot. Uh, I don't know. Let's say I shoot Demi Moore. Okay. What was she doing? What was she wearing? Was there other camera guys there? Is she in the news? There's so many variables that you had something. And, and honestly, the money is not that great anymore. I mean, Jeremiah, you did some, you were shooting during the pandemic when there wasn't a lot of celebrities around. You shot Larsa Pippen, right? Oh, yeah. Several times. Yeah. And how much did you get from shooting Larsa Pippen? Uh, $9. But the <laughs> funny part is that um, – it was like in between when Splash, right before they got uh, bought out by Shutterstock. So I actually never got that $9. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still happy that Meghan Markle sued Splash because, like, I don't know, all the agencies, just a bunch of crooks when it comes down to it. No, I mean, I don't mean to talk bad about it, but just like I, I talked to other like paparazzi. They just get burned constantly. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's karma. Who knows? <laughs> $9. So, like, but, how many times did you but, shoot her? Oh, well, several times, but like, and luckily like her publicist did pay us like a hundred bucks each just to show up. But like, you know, like I sold her picture and like actually three of them sold, but each for $3. I mean, I guess like each for five bucks, but then, you know, after Splash took their cut. That's literally all you can make off of. Like, that's wild. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> and then I actually posted on Instagram uh, on my stories. I'm just like, wow, $9. Like, you know, thanks for the good times. And then the publicist kind of got mad at me and I burned my bridge there. Ooh. Well, <laughs> well you've been, you, you made $100 off the publicist, so that works. Yeah. Jeremiah, you've been part of some historic relationships. You know, you were the first one to shoot Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. You were the first one to shoot John Mayer and Katy Perry. 
what was the hardest? What was the most amount of work you did to get a shot? Well, like, do you remember like, one thing you worked really hard to finally you finally got what you're working for, but you had to work, put in so much work and energy to get that shot. I mean, it was like two and a half hours I had to wait, and it was like it was my tip for John Mayer and Katy Perry. They're at like some party in Los Feliz, and so like, you get the tip. And how where'd you get the tip from? <laughs> I, I can't mention her name, but uh, you know she tipped me out, and uh, you know, okay. and then I had to you know, basically I shared the tip because I didn't want to be. It's scary when you're all alone, so I scared. I shared it, it with like you know a uh, back ritter at the time. It was called like something else. And my buddy uh, Julio and Roger showed up. So then, like, you know, it's like we were, like, had to hide. So, like, no other. But we were in Los Feliz, so nobody was driving by. But we still had to be, like, very careful not to get picked up by the party goers, not to get picked up by other paps or just be, like, spotted. And it was just, like, it was it yeah, was stressful. Explain why it's – wait, before, before, before you go on, why was it – why is it scary to, like, do it alone? Because, Dax, I don't think you realize, like, <laughs> I, I hope you could understand how it can be a little scary sometimes to do it alone. It just out in the wild, or like you're afraid you're going to get beat up, or what are you afraid of? Well, there's multiple. There's there's afraid of a. You're out in the wild. B. You know you're alone. So if something were to go down, you don't have anybody to like have your back. You know, like you're you're by yourself, and there's there's there things can go bad. Mm-hmm. Things oh, yeah. can go bad, and when I've had things go like bad, a bodyguard too, they try to you up. Is that what you're referring to? It gets they make it very uncomfortable. And yeah. where you start to just you question like what's going to happen once you put the camera up. Hmm. Okay, I yeah. feel like yeah. that so you're at the what helps make you safer because now you've got document. You know, you've got to document document the the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's it's yeah. easy yeah. easier said yeah. than done. Easier said than done when you have a camera in your hand. Well, I but say that on, because sure. the camera was the only thing that saved me from Suge Knight beating my ass up that one time <laughs> was turning the True. camera on so that suddenly now I had evidence of what the hell was going to happen. Yeah. So you're, wait, so Jeremiah, you're outside this party. or You have the tip that John Mayer and Katy Perry are inside. Now, do you know if it's romantic? Do you know if it's a date? Do you know if they're together? What's the vibe like? Well, I knew it was like a hot story because there was a blind item. And it was actually like also got a uh, a tip that Robert Pattinson was there. And it was right after the whole cheating scandal. Nobody got him. Mm. He somehow got away. But I was just I was happy with just getting, you know, getting the new couple is easier. It was. Um, but, you know, I had to wait like, you know, two and a half hours. And, you know, you're, you know, your nerves are going and definitely like by yourself. It's just I don't think I could have done it. Because you want to make sure you get the shot. You don't know when they're going to come out the door. You got to be ready. And. Now, granted, you don't know the weather conditions. It could be cold, you know. And well, we planned uh, it out too because well, they, they knew what, like what car he was driving, so we like you know we planned it so like okay, we're gonna wait here so it's the point of no return. So they're gonna like they're not gonna like run back to the house get some get a friend to like pull their car in the gate. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. okay, this, this is the plan. <laughs> it was like you know almost it was very strategic. And so, so when were you they- say two and a half hours, it's two and a half hours of you literally staring at the front door waiting for someone to leave, right? Like you can't you can't be looking on your phone because you're going to miss it, right? Well, no, I mean, you're on your phone. You got like, you know, other eyes. And like, yeah, I was like uh, talking to my tipster a little bit and she like, did give me a heads up. But it's just like I couldn't like leave to like hang out, go someplace else. Oh, so your tipster was inside. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. Well, that's helpful. Now. I guess, you, and I don't know if you can answer this question. If you can, answer it kind of carefully because you don't want to talk about who the tipster was. Your tipster. People always ask me, "What's in it for them? Why would they tip you off? Were were they getting paid out, or were they just want to be helpful? Were they just trying to help you out? What what was in it for the tipster?" She definitely didn't need the money. I think she did it just because she. Uh... I don't think she liked John Mayer. <laughs> just wanted to see, you know, <laughs> she had, but like, yeah, I guess it's just like a bit of a, a thrill for the tips or two. Like it's like, you know, they're kind of like when they see it in the, in the magazine sure. and stuff like that, they know that exactly. they're responsible for it. I, I agree with you. I say the same thing. Most people are like, do you pay your tipsters? And like, I don't make enough money where I could pay them. And it's not like it, even because I get the shot doesn't mean there's money involved. It has to sell after you get the shot. So most of the times from my experience from dealing with tipsters, like, I, again, I, 
I don't make a lot of money. You could tell by my outfit. I'm wearing a woman's sweater. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, I found that out as soon as I put it on. I was like, I think I got a woman's sweater. Um, no, but you don't make you don't know how much money it's going to be if you're even going to make money. So most of the tipsters, fortunately, that I work with are just like we're friends. Like they want to help me out, and I appreciate that very much. So um, and they like being part of like the the game of it. And uh, eventually they were going to be outed. So you get the shot. Was John Mayer cool? Was Katy Perry cool? What was your experience with them like? Uh, they didn't talk, but like they didn't like you know they weren't being hostile. They like did they like, seem so, yeah. surprised when the the camera or the light went on? Yeah, they seemed surprised, but like yeah, you know, we we played it right. They they, they realized like ah, uh, we're at, you know let's just get it over with. <laughs> and, but I still remember in, yeah. like you know like a random car came by and was like, "Who is that?" And I just said it was Weird Al Yankovic because I didn't know who else to say it was. <laughs> That's the worst. Like you'll be outside with a bunch of photographers and someone comes like, who are you waiting for? And then I usually just say it's like David's bar mitzvah. And they just all feel weird. Like, oh, OK. I just asked about a kid's bar mitzvah. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know, you know, a bunch of photographers waiting outside for David's bar mitzvah. But that's it. But you say that just to kind of keep people walking because you don't want to. You're trying not to draw a crowd uh, in respect to the celebrity and also you don't want to ruin the shot that you're going to get. But that's a huge shot, though. So when you get that shot right away, I'm sure the next day that's all over the world, right? Yeah, yeah. That was on the web like 530 the next morning, something like that. Wow. Dang. And tell me about, about the, the, the Bieber and Gomez one. I'm I'm curious. I didn't realize that you were the first one to get the, the shot of them together. It was a, a tip from the office, but it was at the Burbank. Uh, what's it called? Um, the AMC Theater in Burbank, and mm-hmm. it was like you know he was st- still like, God, this was like January of 2011. So it's just, but I was the only paparazzi there. But like somehow, like the word got out to his like fan base, so it was like a bit of like a like 20 just like kids screaming, going crazy. It was when he still had Big Rob as his security guard. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, he was publicizing something. And so he like actually like, you know, said a couple words or something about like never say never. <laughs> and then it was just, but it was quite a, it was like, you know, because it was such a, such a scene and like, you know, it was like a bit of a walk in the parking lot. It was like, it wasn't like your quick uh, 10 seconds and it's over. And then did him and Selena, were they holding hands or just like walking out or what was the deal? I think they were holding hands, if I recall, but then they like, stopped holding hands. And then, like, you know, he, like, she drove in a separate car and then uh, said goodbye. <laughs> she didn't really so come. awkward. Like, you're on your first date and <laughs> everyone's watching you. Fans are watching you. Paparazzi are watching you. And you're like, okay, well, uh, we'll, we'll meet up later. Yeah. And I had a cheesy something big. So they wanted to see No Strings Attached. It was just some like a uh, romantic comedy at the time. Mm-hmm. And I asked if there were strings attached in their, like, you know, in their relationship. So mm-hmm. it went well. I want to ask you like a few celebrities and just want to hear like if you have a, an experience with them, how you, how they were to you. I'm just curious how celebrities were. And obviously people, as I, I, I was talking to one person, I said this celebrity was a dick. They're like, well, that's what he, he's actually a nice guy. I'm like, ah, that's just my experience with him. So I just want to see what your experience with a celebrity is like. Like Adam Levine, what's your experience is like with Adam Levine? Cool guy, nice guy. How is he? Well, I remember like when I got him the first time, he was like super nice. It was outside of Mastro's. He was approachable. It was just like you know, just shooting the shit. Well, you know, it was. I didn't like hit him with any like agenda. I didn't hit him with any politics. It was just having fun, and I thought he was like really down to earth. But then, like, uh, I still remember his turning point because it was he went to Kimmel and he was being cool to like the autographers. He was signing, he was taking selfies. And then somebody flower bombed him. Oh <laughs> like, no! Like, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know what it was for, but it was just like, and I hate to say it because he was he was a nice guy, but like you know, I I just died laughing because like he just he looked like he had pie on his face, and it was just like I you could see that and he was done. <laughs> and the next time I saw him, oh. it was just like you know. It was a stone wall. Couldn't get at it. So wait, when the guy flower bombed him, what happened to the guy who did he get arrested? What was it? Was like just a scene chaos. It was a scene. I think it was a woman that flower bombed him. But I, yeah, like I wasn't there. I just remember the video, and it was just. uh, Can I I ask a dumb question? Yeah. What do you flower bomb with? Like, what do you put the flower in that explodes when it? Because you can't put like a in it a balloon. That's not going to explode when it hits someone's face, right? 
Yeah, you must pack it into a ball, but I don't know how the flower. You just, with your hands, you push it into a ball. Oh, you remember watching like a jackass. snowball, a snowball oh, yeah. flower. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've never flower bombed anybody. <laughs> it seems funny though. Okay. Seems like a good prank. That's how so about funny. your experiences with dealing with someone like? Um... Oh, I'm sorry, but back to that. The guy got arrested quickly. I'm, I'm assuming, or did he run off? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Um, your experience with. Um... Dave Chappelle. Uh, <laughs> what a how random is Dave name Chappelle to throw for up. you? <laughs> well, he's been in the news a lot. I just saw his new special. I he's one of those guys where he's like, for me, like he sees you from like a mile away. He's just always like alert. Um, mm-hmm. Smokes like he's outside his hotel where he, he stays smoking. in New York. All, he just smokes cigarettes outside the hotel all day, and he has always like people around them, like an entourage. Um, they're like I don't want to say hanger-ons, but they seem like hanger-ons. It's just it's weird. I feel like but I've then heard say, good right. and bad stories about him from people throughout the years. I have, I've never uh, had a bad, but I, I've had, from my experience, I've never had a bad, but he'll be like, all right, give me one question. But make sure the question isn't like a bad question. Like, don't ask me something that it's going to make, you know, don't fuck me over. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a great experience with him, but I didn't really even uh, interview him because it was like such a, a good experience. But oh, I was okay. I, I was on the clock. And I was at the, you know, I was at the comedy store, just in the, I was just hanging around in, in the original room was like one thirty. I was still on the clock, but I wasn't really trying to work. And it was like only 10 people in the audience and they are all, they're like the comedy comedians or comedian adjacent people. And uh, Dave goes on, it was like 2011, 2012. So it was like in a bit of like, you know, it was before like the Netflix uh, comebacks and all the, like, you know, it was a bit in, in like a drag of his of it i mean not that he you know everybody still knew who he was and he was still like you know commanded but there was literally 10 people in the audience and he's not even really doing a set he's just kind of talking to us and somehow he brings up like something about the paparazzi and somebody says yeah they're closer than you might think because i was in there and then he's just like, asking me questions like you know about like the job and then he's like hey so what if we like do a setup shot where I pretend to like beat up a homeless guy where you just like, get me, you know, I'm just like, ah, go away to him, blah, blah, blah. And then I just like, you know, a homeless guy comes tra- asking for money and I just like, you know, I kick his ass and throw him in a, in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, how much do you think we could get for that? And I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know, like 15,000. And he's just like, just 15,000. <laughs> 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 and he just thought it was kind of funny. that, like, you know, Yeah. The, the, but I, now I think if we did that today, I think we could make a lot more than fifteen thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you know so. it's weird. It depends. I actually don't think so because here's where you're gonna make the money. One outlet's gonna use it, and then you hope other outlets use it. If he's gonna fake beat up a homeless guy, but then you got to put it on YouTube and you got to make sure people don't rip it off YouTube and put it on TikTok, and they just rip off your TikTok and get the views on TikTok. So I just it's hard you just to have make to be the first on one. To, you got to be yeah. the first one to put it up everywhere. What I make sure I when I do videos more now, than 15 that, that seems like a $25,000 exclusive sale kind of thing. Oh, like dude, it, yeah, I don't know. I wish, but it would have to be a real beat up, is the problem. I wish <laughs> it can't be a fake beat up. <laughs> yeah, you, keep, you, then, don't, you don't tell people the truth, you keep it as because then what happens is you get the resale value once. There's a court case and there's issues down the road and people have to rebuy it again to to talk about it. I could see that being a pretty lucrative set. Yeah, but he'd have to really beat up the homeless exactly. guy. Couldn't be state. <laughs> it would need to be real. <laughs> Jeremiah, speaking of <laughs> biggest set, what was your biggest, not when you worked with TMZ, but as being an independent guy, what do you think your biggest – sale or shot was <laughs> i'm trying to think You're still waiting for it huh <laughs> yeah i'm still waiting for that big shot but uh yeah no, I, it's I weird it, it's it's it, it's weird though like do you ever just want to hang out do you ever just hang outside craig's and just take in all the actions going on because it's just funny it's just fun to kind of troll around there yeah pretty much it's uh I, well, <laughs> last Paparazzi Safari, where we got like made some sales, was with the whole uh, Real Housewife Taylor Armstrong, where she kind of made a scene. And even that, it wasn't exclusive, but it went like a lot of places. And I probably made less than two hundred dollars. What What did she do? I don't remember. 
Uh, she was like, uh, we didn't recognize her, and she was kind of making a scene about it outside of Craig's. Okay. And she was just kind of animated, but uh, like she was like she was annoyed that you guys didn't know filming who she her. Was. Yeah. Well, that's funny. How that's was, actually a good know, story. You know, someone who I love to com- have a conversation with. And she doesn't do a lot of interviews, but I'd be very curious if she really broke it down the business is Chris Jenner. Mm-hmm. I think she is very mysterious and we don't know exactly what she's done. And I'd be I would love to have a really open conversation what she what she's done, what she knows, everything she's done in the industry. What's your experiences like with Chris Jenner? Well, she plays the game. I have a good story about like, you know, um, when I interviewed her, it was like a day or two days after. Uh, Kylie and Kendall got caught underage drinking at the this one club. Uh, like I was actually there, but then I left and I gave it to another camera guy. I should have stayed just to juke the the point system. <laughs> but anyway, two days later, I get a tip that uh, she's at Katsuya in, in Glendale. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting there, and I know I have to ask her, or I'm going to get like reamed out by the office and whatnot. But she was being like so cool. I, you know, I peppered her with like, you know, softball questions. And then I knew I had time. So I took, I put the camera down and I said, Hey, Miss Jenner, like, as you know, I work for TMZ. And if I don't ask you about like what happened last night, like I'm going to get fired or like, you know, like, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know I was just being really real with her. Sure. And I said, sure. like, you know, when I put the camera back on, if you don't want to answer, if you want to just ignore me, that's like, so I totally understand. But like, but just so you know, I have to ask you or else I'm, you know. Well, dead meat. Yeah, yeah. And so she like you know she agreed, and then I, I asked her. What do you mean she, she agreed though? When she agreed though, does she say okay? I get it. Does she just nod yes? Does she verbally say yes? Okay. She just oh, nodded oh, yeah, like man. you know, like I get it. She she just nodded. Yeah. She's like yeah, do what you got. I got to imagine though she appreciated your honesty on just like, hey, I'm going to put the camera up now. I'm going to ask you do what you want, but I gave you the heads up first. That's kind of nice. Yeah, it was nice. And like, yeah, like I said, she plays the game. She knows what it's about. Okay, so how did it go? I oh, actually well, had a... Yeah, how did it go? Hold on, Adam. I want to know how it went. No, I mean, you know, I yeah, got yeah. the point. <laughs> it went... Uh, it, like, yeah, I think it was... Uh, it, I don't think it went on the web because she didn't really say anything, but it went on the show. It went on the... I did my job. Uh, you know, and like afterwards, like, you know, she was thankful. She wasn't uh, wasn't in a, put off by it or anything. So mm-hmm. it was, Success. God, I would love to talk with her. I actually noticed one day when I was at, uh, she came, I was in an office. We were at Extra and she went and did an interview at Extra. And I, we both walked into the elevator bank, like to go take the elevator down in New York City. And she doesn't really know who I am, but I, we we're like her, t- like we we're all getting the elevator together. Like we were all going down. And her security is like, oh, he can't go in the elevator with us. It's like, uh, part of me want to be like, fuck you. You can't tell me I can't go in the elevator. You don't own this building. I work here. But they were like, her security is like, oh, he can't go in the elevator with us. Which I was about to be like, screw you and just like force myself in. But I would love to meet her. I just don't really know too many experiences with her. But I think she's she knows a lot and I would love to know what she knows. Mm-hmm. Or just like how how to stay relevant in Hollywood. She has mastered that with the entire family, which is really hard to do. And God, I would just love to pick her brain for a little bit. You, you know, I had an uh, issue this past week, not issue, an uh, incident similar to you, Jeremiah, with uh, Chris Jericho, the wrestler this past week, who was a oh, past guest on our podcast. And uh, Chris Jericho is in the news um, for not some good stuff. And I really don't know all the allegations against him. There's some, there's some sto- stuff that apparently – there's some stories about him. None of them have really reached uh, the public yet because nothing's official, but it's hearsay. It's just rumors as of now. And I approached him and he kind of like turned the corner. He turned away from me. So I was like, maybe he didn't see me. So I try to go up to again. And then he turns a corner again. And doesn't let me go up to him. So then I go up to him a third time. And he turns a corner again. I'm like, he's got to know I'm trying to talk to him. Right. So I walk up to him. Hey, Chris, listen, I'm not going to ask you anything bad. I was just going to ask you a few like soft questions, like nothing regard the stupid stuff. He goes, he goes, hey, man, he like kind of like talked me to the side and said, hey, man, now is like a very sensitive time. I appreciate that. I'll get you next time. And I was like, you know what? I I just I said I get it. I appreciate it. And I walked the other way and shook his hand real quick. And it was very like subtle, but I understood where he came from. And I hope and I think he'll remember that I didn't ask him. I didn't. 
So, Adam, you've said that before where people will be like, hey, I'll get you next time. Does anyone actually get you next time? Yes. John Cena. John Cena. What do you say? They do. Even if they don't, they give it to somebody else or so it kind of it comes back in some in some form or another. Dude, I'll tell you one. This is one of the coolest things. John Cena did one of the one of the coolest fucking things ever. John Cena. This was before the pandemic. He was waiting. He was coming out of a building. And there's another paparazzi out there who was gonna who worked for an outlet that was gonna ask him some not so great questions. <laughs> and I went up to John and real quick, as John walks down the steps, there's a few autographers and that other journalist trying to ask him some questions. I walk up to John real quick, I go, hey buddy, real quick. I, I grab him. And I go in his ear, I go, Don't say anything. I said, just ignore. Don't say <laughs> anything. They're gonna ask you something fucked up. He goes, Got you. What does John do? He ignores the guy completely and just walks off with his wife, fiance. He was maybe engaged at them, wife or fiance at the time. Is, and he walks off. John starts to walk down Fifth Avenue. I walk up to John and go, hey, man, sorry, man. I just was – I didn't want you to look bad. I'll get you guys. I'll get you next time. He goes, dude, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Like, have a good – like, you're the man, dude. Thank you. Thanks for being a solid guy. Pandemic happens. I don't see John Cena for like two years. Two years I don't see John. And then all of a sudden – John is outside. He's doing the TBS upfronts, and I see him. It was like a long hallway. Like he was down where they were doing construction, and he's down this long hallway. He's on the phone for like 30 minutes, and I see him, and he sees me, and he's on a phone call, but I don't bother him. I, like he's on the phone. I'm not going to bother him. He sees me for 30 minutes. After 30 minutes, he gets on the phone. He starts walking towards me. All the fans, all everyone tries to run over. John, John Cena, John Cena. He walks straight to me. He goes, you. He walks straight up to me. He goes, I owe you. What you got? And gives me his time, talked to him for two and a half minutes on the street. And through all that time, he remembered two and a half years later that I had his back and I helped him out. Wow, that's dope. And I, dude, I, it was pretty awesome. It was really cool that he remembered. And I actually said to him, dude, thank you for remembering that because that was really cool. And then honestly, like another person is like Shaquille O'Neal. Like Shaquille O'Neal remembers like what I did for him. And actually, that's how I started my relationship with him. So yeah, they mostly get you back. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, when we were cool. in LA, I saw um, like you and Shaq have a real rapport. Like, you know, not, not yeah. like a, yeah, he's dude. He's, he's your buddy. He's, he's, he's the best. Your, he's your homie. He's, he, he's honest. He's, he's a real life Superman. And, uh, it brings like a tear cause he's, he is what he, he's just such, he's that good of a guy and he wants to make people feel good. And he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's Are incredible. You actually he really crying? Is incredible. You actually look like he just welled up a little bit in your eyes. <laughs> no, honestly, I think about what he's done for me, but like, I, it's genuine too. And not like just for me, what he does for other people and half the stuff that he does doesn't go in the media when he walks into a store and buys people dinners and buys people things. And, and not like, that's the only thing, but he, like, it really is like who he is. Like, he wants to make people feel good and help people out. And he understands what being a celebrity like he understands he has like a superpower to make people feel good and he makes people feel great. It's so funny he said that because I, I went on Facebook this morning, which I only use Facebook for birthdays, and a mm-hmm. photo came up. My first photo of Shaquille O'Neal from 11 years ago. And I wish I could show you this photo, but I, I, it's a photo from 11 years ago. And Shaquille O'Neal choking me out. It's my first photo with him and he's choking me out with his hands like ah, like he's going to break – like rip my head off. <laughs> But that's what you want in a photo. You want a photo that like is a fun photo. You don't want just the standard like arm on the shoulder where or you're not friends. Like he makes it a good experience, and he's just he's the best. What? Well, speaking of experiences, you have a pretty interesting experience with Kanye West of all people. You've had experiences well, with him. What's your yeah. what's your what is that like? And how is he in person? Well, uh, just to. It's funny because I, I've known four people that he's attacked, and yet every time I saw him, he was in a good mood. It was just like you know, it was like you know, he actually like you know, like I made him laugh, and then he like plugged something about his like Yeezus shoes or something like that. And there's been other times where it's just like you're mobbed, but like no incidents happened. But I know like you know, like the first person who he attacked was uh, Eric Crown, who directed uh, Harambe. Harambe with a yeah, plug, yeah. <laughs> but uh. And like yeah, he attacked a uh, Dano, who was the one who got a uh, Britney Spears the umbrella. He attacked yeah. an, another guy. I can't say his name because he'll get butt hurt. And then the fourth was uh, what's her name? Uh, Nicole, whose pap nickname was Nasty Sinatra. She's the one that just yeah, uh, yeah. well, two of them actually uh, got Gloria Allred to represent them. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. But yeah, I mean, you so know, I, 
I feel so Kanye uh, attacked them, but didn't attack you. That's good. Didn't attack me, and like he he could have. I asked him like kind of like a a question. It could have gone the bad way. It was like right after uh, he was still married to Kim. She had just done the paper mag magazine. Oh, like the infamous upper break the internet one. Yeah. Yeah. And I said something about like, so when are you going to get greased up for paper magazine? And <laughs> he just, <laughs> instead of like, he, he just laughed. You know, and then, then I like, you know, transitioned into about something about his shoes being released. That's so funny. Yeah. I yeah. could really go either way with him. What, what has been your interactions with Amanda Bynes throughout the years? Cause I feel like she's one person also that people have, interesting stories of run-ins with with her on the street well like unfortunately i was uh i had to take part of when she was going through her mental breakdown mm-hmm. um luckily i wasn't the first one to get her that was a friend of mine and he got in trouble because they said uh he was insensitive to the questions he was asking which were the exact questions that they asked him to ask her but they said he did it in an insensitive way <laughs> oh, so so they asked him to say these questions and then made fun of him for asking the questions? Yeah, then got mad at him oh, for asking those questions. Of yeah. <laughs> so I was a little on edge about seeing her and like I it was like I remember I was at the Beverly Center and she was close by and like you know they're just like keep it exclusive and like I didn't spread that tip. It was just like but they were like the other paps were on her like flies on shit. So, so it was, but it was quick. And I, you know, honestly, I felt bad because she was just like, you know, she was having an episode. It was over with quickly. But then in 2015, I had an assignment to get her outside of a courthouse in Oxnard. And I was the only paparazzi there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I had my camera out. And I'm just waiting, waiting. I don't see anything. But she's like, then like the bailiff came up to me who might have been the tipster and just like, you know, she just walked right past you. <laughs> oh, like she changed her look or something. Yeah, I, I could not. I didn't spot her. Like, you know, it was just like she walked right past me. But there you were know, other she, times. She's she's like dyed her hair. She's got like super platinum blonde. Like she really can switch her look pretty easy, I would say. Yeah. And if she just put makeup on top of her face tattoos, you wouldn't know it was her. You know what I'm saying? Like it just it changes her just enough that she could walk past. I get it. Yeah, and, I, and this wasn't the situation here, but like sometimes you'll get spotted. Like I remember I had a assignment for Columbus Short, and his uh, bail bondsman was the same guy who I like, got Michael Madsen out of jail, and he like he recognized me. So then like he saw me, and he snuck Columbus Short in like another way. I missed the shot. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, you know, start working on their team. And I think a lot of people like that feel like they're the hero to the celebrity when they're like, oh, well, we spotted the camera guy. So yeah. I'm the hero and I'm going to get you around it. <laughs> Dude, it happens to me all the time. I go, don't be a hero. Don't be here. They're not going to remember you. Don't be a hero. I'm like, you're not their friend. Trust me. Like you could be friends with me. You're never going to be friends with them. You're never going to get invited to their house. You're never going to invite to their party. They're not. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't work that way. Um, it's funny. Every time I saw Amanda Bynes in New York City, I only saw her during her um, obviously when things were the, the breakdown. The, you know, when she was having some the mental out. problems. I don't. I don't want. I want to say this very nicely. I don't want to say. Yeah, I'm trying to. Like, I don't want to. I'm trying to be political here. Yeah. Be respectful of her mental issues. But uh, I remember seeing her a few times in New York, and she would walk chaotically, and she'd have that bleach blonde hair, and she's tall too. And it was like, what? What is this? It was just like a, it was like a character. I mean, it was someone who was definitely struggling and uh, really stood out. I didn't realize she was tall. She was tall for me. I mean, not tall. She was like five eight, five ten. I mean, that's not. Okay. She's not short by any means, but she stands out, especially between the height and the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely um, got your attention. Who, Jeremiah? Who would be the person? That if you're doing pap safari, would say be the best person to pap in front of an audience, like just made it always like a fun experience. Like understood what you do. That's a good question, and uh, I apologize. I'm my, my, I have a little brain fog <laughs> this morning. Yeah, yeah, no. You I'm trying to think. Of, like, in my end, it would be. Who, who um, I would say Lisa Vanderpump is always good for that kind of stuff. Oh, definitely. Just because she she's it. always someone like anytime one of the tour buses would go by her restaurant, she would take a second, talk to people. 
I think she's kind of one of those people that's like good for a tour bus, but also good for just entertainment purposes. Like they entertain, they enter, they know what they are. They entertain the celebrity aspect of it. Yeah. And, and promote nice their business at the same time. Yeah. I mean, honestly, sure. that's why the safari, uh, I had to pivot to just like taking their picture because sometimes we would see like celebrities, but like the tourists would be like, who's that? Or like, you know, I'd be mm-hmm. like, hey, we got a tip on so-and-so. They're just like, oh, I don't know who they are. So, so you yeah, have to make see, it about yeah. them. They don't, you know, they don't care about, unless it's like Tom Cruise and he's not going to show up. No. <laughs> I remember I took this girl out and it was with her parents and I brought them with me to on the streets and it was a fall day and the father was a very big into um, pop culture, celebrity news, entertainment news. And I let him shoot Rihanna with me and he was just on his cell phone, but he went in like the paparazzi gangbang where it was like 12 people like in the crowd. And it's a, it gets physical. I mean, cause people are fighting to get paid. I mean, this is your chance to make money and you're going to do what you got to do to get paid. And it's, um, I love that. I love bringing people on the tour and get people to see what it's like. It's uh, as long as they treat it respectfully, don't think I'm a piece of shit, but that's pretty hard as well. <laughs> Tell me about the movie Harambe that you did. You did this documentary Harambe with a, a former pop a journalist, uh, Eric Crown. What's tell people about this movie Harambe? Well, it's uh, kind of a look at the captivity industry and just how um, like zoos have um, breeded animals. Just and it's just kind of like uh, about the, the history of zoos and just about the history of captivity. It's a uh, it's a great documentary though because it's like it was so low budget but it like really got a point across and we got some great people including dax as the talking Woo-hoo! head about pop culture we got uh adam did you know i was in it i did i remember that <laughs> i got it uh, yeah it I was cool that. it was uh and it's done really well it's got a lot of people talking about it i think it's opened up a lot of awareness to his death and kind of the behind the scenes of the whole thing i mean it has been uh uh, well received by a lot of people, and it even has uh, Virginia McKenna from Born Free, which is a movie in like the '60s about the tiger. Mm-hmm. And it has um, oh, Peter Egan, who was in uh, Chariots of Fire. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember that movie? It was early '80s, <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time ago. But that's pretty cool that you made the transition, obviously, from being behind the camera shooting these celebrities to actually making a production, an actual production that's actually getting great reviews. The movie's called Harambe again. What is this something that you kind of learned from being your past field as far as being a celebrity journalist that you're trying to pursue more as more documentary type style content or like after Harambe or what, you know, what's, what do you want to do exactly? Well, I want to leave that open, but actually I'm in a, I got into sales because uh, the whole <laughs> the movie industry is just, uh, it's hard, you know, you know, you got to have like a lot of passion. You got to have a lot of patience and maybe, uh, maybe somewhere down the line, I would still like to do some more documentaries. I think they're, you know, little think pieces are always, are always good, are always fun. And definitely like more in the realm of pop culture. There's always subjects that can be brought up again. With, with Let me ask- half Safari gig, how do people book you, by the way? Like if well, someone is coming, because we have a lot of people that listen to their podcast. They ask us for advice when they come to LA. Like, where do we go? What, what should we go see? What should we go do? And I feel like going out and hanging out with you for a day would be like a really good thing for people to do. So how the hell do they book you? Well, they can book on paparazzisafari.com or it's also on uh, Airbnb experiences or, uh, you know. Where they staying at your house with you? No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's an experience package on there that you can book get booked on. Yeah, and there's also if honestly, if you follow me on uh, Instagram at Pap Safari, you can just DM me. We can uh, work it out. But I I like it with Airbnb because they take care of a lot of the marketing and all the all the other stuff. And like you know, that's dope, dude. That's pretty awesome. Listen for you. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations for Harambe. And where can people kind of check out Harambe? Oh, they, it's on Amazon Prime. Just uh, type in Harambe. And um, it is also on um, Films for Action, but um, Amazon Prime's a uh, big one. And uh, hopefully, hopefully it'll be uh, on uh, another streaming service soon. But, like, I mean, I like Amazon. Everybody has it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go watch it.
Always fun talking to a former colleague. Jeremiah's a good guy. He's doing some good work with Pap Safari and also Harambe, which you were part of that film. So it's a uh, it's cool though. I thought it was a fun idea. Like in they're getting a lot of people. Just it's just a cool title for a film. I know it's an unfortunate story, but Harambe. Yeah. You're like what? It's a strong name. No, I was strong name, it. but. I was watching it the other day because they're starting to do a lot of the promotion for it and like really push the movie out. It's won some awards. Um, and so, it, you know, I was watching it. It turned out really good. And it was funny because I did it like at my old office. It was this like echoey ass room that we did it in. But I was so nervous when we filmed. It. I'm like, this is a horrible spot to be filming. And it works for the film because the film is, you know, it's it's dark, uh, essentially, because you're talking about this you know, super famous gorilla that was shot and killed after that, uh, that child fell into the enclosure. And, you know, people just felt like, should, should something different have happened that day? And that would be like, do you tranquilize the the animal? Do you, you know, do you try to save its life? It wasn't his fault that a baby fell in. And then there's questions of, you know, they go back and watch the footage and was, was he actually protecting the child? I mean, there's like so many questions surrounding Harambe and his death. And so go watch it and uh, and give us some feedback on what you think. Yeah, Jeremiah, good guy. He always had fun. And what I like about Jeremiah, he has fun on the street. He understands that it's just the whole thing is just so ridiculous. It's just such a scene from not just the paps and the fans. It's like you have to be on the outside looking like, guys, this is all insane. It's just so insane, but it's to me, it's really funny. And Jeremiah, we kind of think alike on that. Make sure you check him out. Well, uh, thank really, you guys I, for listening. I, what is I it? do feel like people, when they come to LA, that would be a fun excursion for them. You know, like you're here. What else are you going to do? Oh, let me go get papped for a day. Like that sounds fun to me. Well, not even, you also do the you also get papped, but also go for a tour with a paparazzi. And hearing that like inside tour, and it's, it's a way better tour than the tour bus. Because the yeah. tour bus, I haven't done one of those in years. But I just think you want to hear some like stories or some inside information rather than this or this. You know, you could get all that, but care from a person who's not not reading a script and you ask real questions and is also in the game. Um, but um, uh, thank you guys for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. Thank you guys for listening. Follow us on all our social media platforms. We have a private Facebook group called Off the Record, which. If you don't know about it, you should know about it, and you should begin it. Follow me at Adam Glenn. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.